I have never done this before with this specific guest. I want you to listen, so I'm not going to give everything away. But I want these interviews to be educational and super helpful and inspiring to you and I as homemakers, moms, stay-at-home moms. This person that you will hear in a few moments is super knowledgeable about a lot of things when it comes to the importance of strength training and health for women like you and I. And they really want to be involved in passing this idea of health being overall just absolutely key and important for generations. So you and I can show our kids and their children how important it is to take care of this God-given temple. Welcome to Reps and Redemption, a podcast for moms who want to prioritize their health and build strength from the inside out. Hey there, mama. I know you long to find the joy in all the things homemaking and motherhood while showing your kids that you don't have to give up on yourself, your goals, or your desired quiet time with Jesus just to be a good mom. I'm your host, Ashley Harvey, former college athlete, wife, homeschooling, faith-filled homemaker, mom of four, nutrition and strength training coach. If you're ready to take control of your health, lose fat, build muscle and faith, you're in the right place. Grab that iced coffee and let's dive in. Everyone, thank you so much for coming back to Reps and Redemption. I have a very special guest. I know I've said this before, but this one actually takes the cake. This gentleman is our first male interview. His name is Ren Jones, and he is with us today. Hey, Ren, how's it going? Hello, Ashley. Hey, thanks so much for having me here. And and like I told you before, I, I understand the duty and the weight that's <laughs> on my shoulders. I could possibly ruin this for every I, other for, conceivable male guest. And I don't want to do that. You might be the last, the first and the last. Could all be the last. I don't think so. <laughs> let's, let's do it justice. <laughs> I know you will. I when um when we met in the coaching group that I've met several of these amazing interviewees, um, you know, Ren was super excited because he has a special skill and clientele, but I know a lot of you ladies can relate. So Ren, why don't you just introduce yourself, tell us what you do and why you love the health health and fitness arena. Absolutely. So uh first of all, I'm again, thanks for having me. I'm I'm a certified personal trainer. I've got a few credentials, certified personal trainer, certified nutrition coach, level one and two through Precision Nutrition. That's how we interacted. Uh, I also have a certification for online training. Uh, there's such a thing, ladies. I also have a certification for women's specific coaches. So I'm women's coaching specialist through Girls Gone Strong, also pre and postnatal. I've got a couple of menopause certifications, one that I've completed through Dr. Stacy Sims, one that I'm working on now through MedFit, and one I'll be taking because my friend Molly Galbraith from Girls Drawn Strong uh, told me a secret about them producing a menopause-related coaching certification. Uh, so I'm eager to jump into that. And I'm here in this space working with women, specifically almost exclusively moms over 30, because unfortunately tragedy led me here. Uh, or you could say that God led me here. I lost mm -hmm. my mom due to lifestyle related issues before I turned 40. I lost my sister, my older sister to the same, my younger sister to the same and my brother. So 
all of that, all those tragic experiences Mm -hmm. I went through while I was in a corporate environment and just felt that nudge. I'd always been into fitness and wellness. It's been my thing since I was 15. Uh, I'm 49 now. I'm not an ex-athlete. I'm a band geek, but my friends were football players (laughs) in high school. So little kid, sophomore in high school, I got introduced to the weight room, never looked back from 15 to 49. And somewhere around 39, 40, I decided that's what I want to do with my life. I want to use the expertise to help women specifically because I feel like women, moms especially, hold so much influence over the Mm -hmm. health, the nature of health in the household. And I felt like I could have a generational impact uh, if if I worked it, with that population. So that's who I am and why I'm here. And I am excited to talk about this topic with you. I'm so pleased to be here. Thank you so much, Randy. You know, you just, you gave me chills when you just said that mothers have such a huge role in the health of their household. And Yes. And I do believe I'm very sorry about your mom and your sister. I know you told oh, me your you. story before in our notes back and forth. But, mm-hmm. you know, I do believe and this the show, as you know, it's about strength training, but also faith training and yes. trusting that God uses all things right for our yes. good and his glory. And this is something that I think a lot of people, especially moms, will put aside because mm-hmm. we don't feel like it's doing anyone else good. And we kind of feel selfish about it. But then what, when we think about what God has given us this one body and this one life, that it is part of our stewardship, right? To to serve ourselves well and nourish our bodies well. And we're going to really cover, gosh, you said so much. And I wish we could talk for like three hours. So you're going to have to come on the show again. Promise me. Yes. (laughs) I told you I'm an easy interview. I told you that. And and also, um, I want to let the audience know you do not look forty nine like at all. <laughs> like you and I can see each other, and I'm look I'm looking pretty rough today because it was a long day. But I'm like, this guy does not look forty nine. So kudos to you, Ren. So we're gonna Fitness. talk about. I mean, right? That's what it does, right? Longevity <laughs> here, people. Right. So today we're gonna really discuss the importance of strength training for women and. When it and when it comes to strength training, like when we say that, what does it mean? So why don't we start there, and then we can cover some of the other things you mentioned in your intro? Because I'm really curious about the girls gone yeah. strong thing that you're talking about. It sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah, what so, do you think when when we say imp- the importance of strength training for women? Like, what do you mean by that? Yes. So strength training, it's a fairly large umbrella, right? And and when we think about it. Everyone has their own personal connotation that comes to mind. Now, since I'm a Generation Xer, most of the women in my age group, age range, they may sometimes have a negative connotation of what strength training is. They think about it as something that makes uh, people bulky and big and huge and monstrous. But effectively, what we're saying with strength training is really resistance training, Mm -hmm. getting your muscles to act against the pull of gravity in some way, shape, form or fashion. That could be done with your own body weight. That could be done with weight that you're lifting from the ground. That Mm -hmm. could be done with a resistance band that creates tension that you have to resist. But anything specifically that causes you to work against some type of tension, the tension could be gravity, like I said, Hmm. and it causes your muscles to activate 
for a sort of a predetermined amount of time, a predetermined set of repetitions, how many times you lift the thing or pull the band uh, and all of that programming done by a professional, an expert, someone who studied can elicit a predictive response. We call Mm. it the adaptive response. So we're doing things specifically because we know your body will adapt in a specific way. The example I always use is, uh, have you ever taken a bath, been in a pool uh, a a long time in the water, and you notice that your fingertips and your toe tips wrinkle? My understanding of that biological science is it allows you to create friction so that if you need to grip something underwater, your skin is loose. And in spite of the fact that your fingertips are wet, you can create friction torque Mm. to to save your life if you needed to but we know that doesn't happen when we wash our hands right right because the body needs the stimulus long enough to create an adapt that particular adaptation be submerged in water is that your fingertips and toe tips wrinkle that's along the lines of what a good coach or trainer would do in terms of programming your exercise they know what your body's going to react to in which way, based on the biology and strength training has a host of benefits that I know that we're going to talk about. So I don't want to, I'm not going to spoil that. No, no spoiler alerts. Right. For me <laughs> well, that's really interesting. I'm glad you broke it down when you, when we said, you know, strength training, exactly. Like, so mm-hmm. you're saying anything that gives our muscles tension. So, and yes. we're working against it. So we can also yes. use our body weight, regular weights yes. or bands and I never really thought that about bands because I'm a huge like weight room junkie, but, mm-hmm. and, and our stories are similar. I started at 15 in high school and I was like me and one other girl. And it was like, that's it. <laughs> but yes. I haven't looked back. And I know that the resistance bands can really benefit a lot of people who can't get to the gym. I know mm-hmm. I use mine when I can't get to the gym or, you know, after you take your kids to the gym for a couple of weeks, usually one of them gets sick. It's just inevitable. Yes. Yes. But as we build the immune system and recover at home, I'm using my resistance. Yes. And I yes. love how you talked about, you know, we want, actually, let me ask you first. Okay. When we work, when we work our, you know, our muscles against tension. So mm-hmm. tell me more, cause you were talking about the adapt the adaptation. So mm-hmm. how, how would a coach know that we have achieved, you know, muscle adaptation? If you, I know Such you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> and, and if question. you want to explain that maybe first, then you can, Yes. then we can dive into that. Yes. Yes. So your body, this, this brilliant God designed entity, this vessel that you're in is so smart. It's so, it's so perfectly created for survival that if say, for instance, i a hundred thousand years ago, this will not be uh, biologically correct because I don't know the history of prehistoric periods. But let's say man and saber-toothed tiger exist in the same place. I leave the cave one day and that saber-toothed tiger jumps on my chest. I'm pinned down. I've got to push it off. Uh, so I put, I strain with all my might and maybe I get it off. Let's say the next day, same saber-toothed tiger. This guy has a real attitude. What's your problem, bro? It jumps on me again. The next day, uh, I've got to push them off. That thing repeated, my body is going to say, how can I get back in balance where I don't have a saber-toothed tiger on my chest? Well, I can grow some chest muscle. 
some strength. I can mm. fortify, intensify, strengthen the muscles in my chest so that next time I'm able to generate more force so that I can get the saber tooth tiger off of me faster because this stimulus, this thing keeps happening to me. And I want it to not happen to me because I want to survive. And the creators put all these things, these mechanisms inside my body to, to help me survive. So eventually I'm going to get stronger. Perhaps my chest muscles will get bigger. Perhaps that really depends on a lot of things. Testosterone being one right. of them, which is why women don't have to worry about getting quote unquote bulky if they lift relatively heavy weight. A right. story for another time, maybe. Right. Um, but that's a whole other podcast, right? But agreed. My body is going to make sure that I return to something. I'm going to throw a thousand dollar word out there. Something called homeostasis, mm. which is just the balance. My body wants to be in balance. You guys, you ladies out there, you know homeostasis when you go outside and it's cold uh, because your body shivers to mm. return back to its normal temperature. You know homeostasis when you go outside when it's hot because your body sweats mm. to go back to the comfortable temperature. And when you apply physical stress to your muscles, your body wants to go back to the ease that it's used to. And in order to do that in these situations where the muscles are stressed, you have to be stronger so it gets easier. So one way that I know that a client is adapting is the weights go up, right? They mm. started out with 10 pound dumbbells and all of a sudden they're doing a bicep curl with a 12 mm. and a half pound dumbbell. And right. all of a sudden it's a 15 or they did 10 repetitions and now they can do 12 and now that they can do 15. So all of those things are great indications that we are we are processing in a way that the body is adapting. And we're really just depending on the brilliance of the body's design and an understanding that it wants to feel comfortable. And then we're just, we're throwing hurdles in its way uh, for it to adjust to. And again, good coaches know which hurdles cause which adjustment based on the results that the client tell us, tells us that they want up front. That's a really great question. Nobody's ever asked me that that way before. Well, 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 well done. Thank you so much. Well, you know, it helps that we met in the same kind of group and we're, right. I, I know I'm several steps behind you, but I, I'm very fascinated with some of the things that you were saying and then learning about muscle adaptation. I mean, even lifting weights now for 20 ish years, I didn't understand that concept until yes. like recently. And yes. I'm not ashamed to say it. Like I, I, I was, you know, working out one day with my oldest and, mm -hmm. you know, she's just shocked. Like, I can't believe you're curling that or you're lifting that. And, and then I'm like, well, I didn't start here though. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. this is kind of, it's not easy. I can do eight to 10, but right. it used to be like, I couldn't even touch it yet, you know? Yes. So, and I love that you know, you said with, we want the intensity, we want the weights to go up. A good coach mm -hmm. would, you know, push us to have yes. the weights go up, to have the reps go up. And I think that's really important too. It doesn't mm -hmm. always have to be weight, but it right. could be two more reps than you did last week. Yes, And yes. that still means you're getting stronger. Absolutely. And I think it's, uh, it's something to be proud of for sure. Absolutely. And, 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 and like you said, and, and it's it's um, I apologize for cutting no, you off. No, actually. And, and it's it's empowering. Right. Yes, um, absolutely. 
because of what diet culture is, and and when I say diet culture, if there are ladies listening that are unfamiliar with that term, I just sort of mean like the societal angst that's sort of heaped upon women to have a certain specific physical presentation in the absence of maybe any health markers. But because of what diet culture is and what it does, Mm -hmm. it's very predisposed to to courting women into shrinking um, instead of courting them into empowerment. And one of the one of the most amazing experiences you can have as a coach, and I don't coach in-person clients anymore, but I, that's, that's my background. I'm 100% online now, but one of the most amazing experiences you can have as a coach, I think generally, and probably most startling as a male coach, when you're unfamiliar with this particular population of clientele is seeing a woman like squat her body weight or deadlift her body weight for the first time. You know what it's like? It's like those videos where, on the, on the internet where there's a baby that's maybe hearing impaired. And for the first time they get a hearing aid device. And, and for the first time they hear their mother say, Justin, I love you. And the baby's crying and the mom, I'm crying watching it. Like seeing that experience in person with a woman who tapped into her God given power. Yeah. In the, you know, in, with in the antithesis of being so fixated on shrinking away. Right. It's, it's just, it's, it's righteous work, right? Mm. It, it's, there's a righteousness to empowering the next person, if you can, that you don't find in sort of diet culture. Uh, that's my TED talk. I sort of went off on a tangent there, but. Oh, we love tangents here. <laughs> I do tangents all the time. It, it's true though. Like you said, like when you, you know, having someone that they've never really realized how strong they, they could be and how, how it's actually good for their body yes. to reach muscle adaptation yes. and get stronger and seeing them deadlift their own body weight or squat their own body weight or move up in bench or, or yes. move up in curls, whatever the exercise is, whether it's a compound or isolation exercise, yes. something that it does something to, to you mentally, I, yes. I believe. And you're, like you said, I love how you said there, there's like righteousness in that because we're not supposed to the diet culture and world culture is like, yes. you know, be small, be yes. sexy and be yes. be tiny. And I think we need to get around that, you know, scale mentality yes. because it, you know, then it is just a number. And mm-hmm. frankly, I get happy when the number goes up. Right. It tells me that I might be gaining muscle. Right. Yes. Like. There's, you know, probably some fat there too, if I'm not careful with nutrition and I'm not so worried about that anymore. But I think that is part of the programming that we're, a lot of us are used to. Mm -hmm. And I think strength training kind of, you know, realigns that. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, And again, it's, it takes it back. It takes me back to the earlier commentary about, the reason I work with moms, uh, you know, I I know that the research shows there's a specific uh, research study, and I can't remember the researcher's name, um, but uh, they found that the average the average girl starts to have dissatisfaction with her body around age six, which is alarming. You know, that's, that's astounding. Uh, but 
that dissatisfaction is predicated on what she hears in her household from the woman specifically, uh, you know, parental figure. It could be an aunt. It could be an older sister. Usually it's a mom. But that's that's devastating to set a child on a path like that so early in their lives just because of the way that the mother interprets her own body and her own physicality. And Mm -hmm. when you're an exercising mom who strength trains, that conversation and that that um, that imprinting Mm -hmm. totally different for that for that young child, that young daughter. So I I agree with you, like if if the weight goes up because you're getting muscle, you're living your best life. Right. Amen to that. Well, and you honestly, like, again, it gave me chills because my my five year old Azariah, she's going to be six in two weeks. Yes. And, you know, it's it's funny because she's a very confident, strong willed child. Yes. I mean, there's been times where I've been like, God, are you trying to kill me? Yeah. But, <laughs> but raising yourself, <laughs> right? Raising yourself. Right? Probably. Yes. But, you know, she notices like and we have our routine because we homeschool, and we go to the gym and she's like, you know, trying to emulate some yes. of the workouts that I do and that she's seen me do at home or and she's asked, like, when can I go um in the room with you? And I'm like, well, you have to be 12 yes. <laughs> for safety reasons. And, you know, there's reasons that you should wait. Trust me, you'll get there. Yes. <laughs> but, but it's that's really convicting, too, because even if you do love weight training and fitness and nutrition, you can still, you know, get a little bit negative. Like I know I've sensed in the last, and like, especially in the first trimester with this pregnancy, I've had to be careful because I'm like, this is hard. Like I'm pushing 40 and this pregnancy is hard. And like, we, we just have to realign what real strength looks like. And it's okay to have a hard day. But also, like you said, be careful what we say in -hmm. front of these young daughters. I know a lot of us have daughters. I have three. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of girl moms listening. And then also my twin sister, she has a boy and this Mm -hmm. is a boy. So, you know, showing our sons that we can be strong and be, you know, built moms that are like, you know, fighting for our health. And that's a good thing. Absolutely. And I think we lose that sometimes when we're so stuck on, like you said, the societal angst of like looking a certain way. And if we can get yes. past that and kind of just lose all ambition for, even though I do love, you know, body composition and yeah. like measuring and all of that, like maybe put that aside for a while until we really get our mind right with, Yes. Let's get stronger inside first and physically yes. before we even see any changes on the outside, but they're yes. inevitable, right? Yeah. Would you Absolutely. agree? Absolutely. You, you know, um, there's most women that come to me, they're going to come to me because they want to change the shape of their body. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I realize it. I I get what the imprinting has been for them up to the point that they meet me. And I try to meet people where they are uh, humbly. Right. Right. Um, And, and not force and not force education where compassion is more, is more important. Right. That that's a, 
it's a dangerous place for a coach, right? I've, yeah. I've got to serve compassion more than correction, right? Um, initially, at least. But I understand that most people, most women are going to come to me and that's what they're going to want to do. And what I like to challenge in this, in the, in the sort of the opposite of get me down to this weight, get me size, let's get you up to the performance markers. Let's see if we can get you to squat your body weight, for instance. And for the listeners, I don't mean squatting without any weight in your hand. What we're talking about when we say body weight, typically you have an additional amount of weight that's mm-hmm. equal to the weight of your body that you're using. You know, let's get you to, to one rep max your body weight. Let's mm-hmm. get you to do one to two strict form pull-ups. Let's see if we can put you in a position where you can do five to 10 strict form push-ups. And I'm pretty confident you'll be satisfied with your physicality if you're able to do all these empowering lifts. So let's chase the performance instead of chasing the number on the scale. Because the reality is we can control the performance. We have no ability to control what our relationship is due to gravity. Uh, so many things change over the course of, of, I mean, can you imagine stepping on the scale as a woman in her first, second or third trimester or in the, the fourth, right. You know, right, right after postpartum, that number could, could be challenging, but saying, saying, you know, I had a cesarean section and I'm cleared and I Mm. walked a mile today. What a milestone, what, what an accomplishment I just Mm. had. Or I, you know, or I've given birth, I've been medically cleared for exercise. And today I finally got back to my previous weight on barbell bicep curls. Uh, so those things are important, as important, if not more mm. than shrinking and always being right. concerned with, with, with size. I I agree with you there. Like I, I heard something and you can correct me if I'm saying it wrong. I, I don't remember the research on this, but it was basically like even in a day you could fluctuate within a not 20 pounds on one side or one side but within a 20 pound range just from water weight alone and if we're measuring by something we really can't control then we feel defeated already because we're not but if you chase performance it's you said performance over like the actual weight then yeah. that's something that we can control. And it gives us a sense of, I, I believe as a homemaker, stay-at-home mom, homeschooler, like I believe it gives me a sense of not only empowerment, but it's something that I get to do that's not only for me and my health, but it's showing my kids like, hey, you know, you can still take care of your health and get all these other things done. Yes. But if you it's going to be really hard to continue to do all these other things. Well, if your health goes down the drain, and I think a lot of people don't really think about their health until they have a problem or until they have some sort of situation. But when we, um, I want to move on to the next question because I feel like we have so much to talk about and we're already like getting close. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, Because we talked about, you know, the topic is the importance of strength training for women. So we talked about what we mean by strength training and what you mean by strength training, kind of how you coach, Mm -hmm. which I love how you said sometimes at first more compassion over correction. Yes. You are very kind. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because I think some of us, like people like me, I could use a good kick in the butt sometimes, but we'll, we'll leave it at that. And (laughs) 
<laughs> when we talk about the importance, like what would be, I mean, cause you know a lot about the, the human body and we mm -hmm. both agree. It's just incredible the way God designed us. Yes. What is, what is like a few important reasons why women, it, you can even mention men, but like why women should consider strength training and, you know, just taking care of their health, starting to Absolutely. prioritize it. Absolutely. And now I'll be quick about this. So somewhere around age 25 to 30, uh, you stop growing muscle tissue naturally and you start to lose it. It's called sarcopenia. It's age related muscle loss mm. and is negligible percentage of muscle starts to waste away naturally due to age. Now, the bad side of that is that's why, you know, grandma, big mama, mama, mm. Um, G mama, abuela, that's why they, that's why they became feeble later mm -hmm. in their years, right? They, they needed help getting around. The good side of it is that's not something that cannot be intervened against. You can strength train and strength training will help you preserve the muscle that you had through your youth to allow you to continue to feel youthful and energetic and powerful and be able to get on and off of the toilet get mm. in and out of the bathtub. That's all strength training. So you want to maintain that muscle mass. Second to that is osteopenia, age-related bone loss. Again, this starts, you know, 25 to 30 years old, you start to lose your natural bone density. Um, and the, both of these things accelerate when you get into the perimenopausal spectrum, you know, mid forties and beyond into postmenopause, these things accelerate. Strength mm. training also, resistance training also helps to remodel and regenerate bone. The stress that we put our body under when we're carrying, lifting, pressing, squatting, leg pressing, leg curling load is an indication to our body that, hey, this human hasn't slowed down yet. We mm. need to manufacture more bone. We need to manufacture more tissue for tendons and ligaments. We need to manufacture more tissue for muscle and keep them he healthy. The also, also probably one of the most prevalent things is that increased risk of cardiovascular disease on the other side of perimenopause too, because estrogen is cardioprotective. It's mm -hmm. neuroprotective. So estrogen is like the super, the superpower juice for women, right? right. So you want to stave off things like dementia, strength train. You want to stave off things like cardiovascular disease, strength train. You want to stave off depression to a certain extent, strength train. We know that strength training releases those happy feeling endorphins, that, that dopamine that the body needs to feel pleasant, that the brain needs to feel pleasant and structured and focused. Uh, deep science like brain derived neurotropic factor, which is cognitive function, BDNF, uh, all these things are better, better served through strength training. It's so ironic because I often say that diet culture is a gateway to sick culture, to, wow. um, to uh, big pharma, big, big medicine. Um, you know, diet culture ushers women in there because it right. teaches them to get small at all costs. Uh, to the extent that they are compromising their muscle, compromising their bone density, compromising their mobility, all in an effort to get to a, a ridiculous 
number, an arbitrary number on that little devil's box under their feet uh, every morning in the bathroom. So that's just a few of the benefits of string training. There are many, many more that are somewhat complex and we just don't have time for right. all of them today. <laughs> Uh, and I'm purposely holding things back because I want to be the second man. You're going to be. <laughs> I know this is a great conversation. I, I love how, you know, you said a few reasons why it's important. I wrote these down. So if you see me, you know, I'm making like so many notes. That's but right. we're maintain number one, we're maintaining muscle mass, mm -hmm. which is super important as women. Number two, bone density. Yes. So would you say it increases our bone density? Yes, it, it'll help you come back from the inevitable loss, loss of, of bone density. Bone. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, 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 and on top of the, it, one thing about the muscle, that's also your metabolism, too. I want to throw that yeah, in. Yeah, I wanted to ask you for, that. Was yeah, our metabolism the, drops also? Yes. So, so we're losing bone just, and metabolism. Yes, <laughs> like, all of it. All of it, right? Because, you know, it's natural if unused, because mm -hmm. humans, we weren't made to retire. Right. We, wow. we, God didn't engineer us for retirement um, in the way that we think about it in modern terms. Right. Mm. Re retirement would have been uh, shepherding your flock. It would have right. been drawing water from a well. It would have been hunting, foraging for your food, traversing terrain. It, it was, you know, God didn't invent the lazy boy recliner. Right. That was, was, <laughs> there weren't two of those on Noah's Ark. So uh, so we have to consider that we don't age into illness as much as we sit into illness. Wow. Right? The body is designed to move. And if you keep it moving, you attenuate all of those uh, unfavorable things that I mentioned. OK, um, you know what? I love what you just said. And I'm going to recap really quick because we are about out of time but I, gosh there's just so much here and I wish we could keep going but we were meant we weren't meant to retire we are meant to move and I love how you said that I really think too that it's important to you know just really understand that we are made to lift heavy things mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> like I yes. like that Ren I really want to have you back on the show we have less than a minute left so Tell everyone where they can find you and I'll throw his contact information in the show notes. Sweet. Fitness Jones training. That's what my page is on Facebook. That's what my Instagram is at fitness Jones training website, fitnessjonestraining.com. Email Ren Jones at fitness Jones training. I made it so easy. Even a man can do it. Ladies. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time and I cannot wait to have you on again. If this episode inspired you, will you share with a friend? I would be so grateful if you would leave a podcast review on your listening app of choice. Remember, the content provided in this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please seek the advice of your qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical or health condition. Remember, be bold, mama, and live well. Until next time.